BKB are delighted to bring you their new podcast, More Than Just Numbers. Join Ali and Luke, along with guest speakers, whose aim is to help you navigate through your business journey. Business is more than just numbers, and at BKB, the team provide financial direction and leadership, so each episode will cover a different topic that will help you and your business grow. We hope you find this episode of value. So wellness in the workplace has become ever more crucial recently. With COVID, home working and returning to the office, employers have a duty to help their staff through the challenges this can bring. The team's happiness is crucial to a company's success. Happy staff equals happy customers, and they say employers should look after their staff who in turn look after their clients. However, how do we do this? It's okay saying we need to do it, but it's another thing doing it. It's been proven that employers who successfully implement good wellness practices in their organisation can reduce sickness, stress and keep staff motivated. So without further ado, let's introduce Barbara Cox. Barbara was a junior skater, but at 18, teenage life took over. Lack of sleep, bad diet, all led to her leading to her hanging up her skates. A trip to Japan opened her eyes later in life. And so Barbara's journey on nutritional research and wellness began. Barbara set up, set up NutriChef and now spreads the word with the health benefits that a healthy living can bring. Barbara is an award-winning nutritionist, entrepreneur, business coach, nutrition coach, and more recently, a corporate wellness expert. So Barbara, can you give us a brief overview of what wellness is? Yeah, well, that was a great introduction, Ali. I, I, you've done my whole presentation for me, really, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> yeah, wellness is so many things. Um, it's really interesting because wellness isn't just one thing. It isn't just waking up in the morning feeling great. It is, you know, mind, body, spirit, and making sure that every element in those areas are taken care of and having the activities in those areas being taken care of, care of as well. So for me, wellness is a holistic view, mind, body, spirit, a feeling fantastic, achieving what you want and living your best life ever. That's great. Um, and what, and so a corporate responsibility, um, why should, why should companies put that to the top of their agenda then do you think to help, to help their staff? Yeah, it's a great question. And what's really fascinating is the statistics around this. So I'm going to back up a little bit. When I, um, when I owned my company, NutriChef, you know, we had 45 staff and I sit very uniquely on being a corporate wellness ambassador and an expert and going into companies. But I also have my own company. I knew what worked. I knew how to support my staff. And of course, I, I ran a healthy meal delivery company. So we were also supporting customers at the same time. The responsibility I had was, was massive on many accounts. And, you know, we had a team of chefs. Chefs are notorious for mental health problems. And back in 2004, when I started my company, there weren't any templates for corporate wellness, it really does seem to be something very new, especially with the pandemic. Statistically speaking, there's only 66% of UK companies are actually doing a corporate wellness program. And only 6% of those companies are doing something on a daily basis for their, their employees. Mm. Um, so 
the responsibility lies in in the in the company yes offering something because everyone benefits it's a win 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 situation you know i always thought with my company wow how fantastic i have someone who believes in me believes in my company believes in the ethos and what we're trying to do for you know the movement of health and well-being because that's the area that i was i was in of course i want to take care of them to the best of my knowledge um but my knowledge also only went so far but when i did take care of my employees what we got out was more when, than, more than you, what i did when you started neutral chef then did you did you think that that's where you were going to go from day one or was it something that over a period of time you realize actually we're we're what we're selling need we need to almost sell within the company as well yeah. and um it was something that you you ha almost had that eureka moment as you were you were going through the 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 journey i love customer care and we used to take care of our customers so well that actually i think our staff felt a little bit um unloved <laughs> you, you know and so we so not instinctively it was just something that naturally happened it's like here i am taking care of my customers who are you know making my business but yet i've got my staff on the other end i need to take care of them just as much mm. and so we just naturally integrated what we were doing and that gave us this basis and and uh, to be honest do you know what my business boomed once we yeah. started doing that because um you, you know one of the things which is really interesting <laughs> uh one of the points when i work with other companies is employees can sometimes be a little bit skeptical um and they can also be uh wondrous around why are they implementing a corporate wellness program? Do they want me to work harder? Are they going to work me harder because I have more energy? You know, all those kinds of things. So I would, you know, um, put their uh, questions to, to rest. And, you know, just to know that actually what we're building is something together. We're building longevity, but your health and wellness is really important for when you're not with me that's what the message that i got across i knew everything that they were doing while they were in the office and while they were cooking the food and and being you know meticulous around what they were doing in the office but health and wellness is also about what people are doing when they're not in the office and how do you educate motivate and inspire people to take that home that's what we instilled and even now, you know, my team who have now, because I've sold the company, have moved to other companies, have taken that on and really become ambassadors for health and wellness within that because they know how it's transformed their lives and how they cascaded it through their families over the years as well. Do you think there's a resistance for employers as well? Um... Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. not you say you touched on the employees just then, but also employers as well. Is that you get a um, and certainly when we we see clients and we, and we try and encourage them to do like things like the bike to work scheme, 
um, yeah. that it's quite something quite straightforward. It's there. It's a government incentive for for for, for employees to go and buy bikes to encourage them to cycle to work, um, and it, it the take up is really low. And it's almost as if the employees have a, a sceptical about bringing things like this in as well. Yeah, and I think it's because they don't understand it. And, and you, you know, okay, when I <laughs> owned my company, and I own another company now, obviously, but when I had 45 staff, the first thing I was going to look at was, oh my gosh, how much money is this going to cost me implementing Mm. A, a health and wellness program yeah. right and so there's there's this instant fear that it's going to cost you thousands of pounds and the interruption in the daily regime to start something new you have to like get through all of those barriers first before <laughs> you can even consider you know I mean, all the communications around it. Do you know what sometimes it's easier and, and I'm not you know I've got my my NutriChef business head on here, it was easier. It probably would have been easier not to implement anything, but my business wouldn't have done as well. And this is this is the other flip side of the coin that people need to realize. Okay, you gotta, it's just like any new sales initi initiative, marketing initiative, the onboarding of, a, of a, a new team member. You have to think of it at that same level that they are, you are investing in something that is going to give a return of that investment. And people don't think of it that way. They just think of it as, oh, a campaign. And the other, the other thing with that is that they're not doing it properly. They're not choosing activities in wellness that equate to a financial return. And this is another big problem. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. This yeah. is so funny. So uh, one of the companies that I went in and, and, and worked with, they said, yeah, 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 you know, we've got this great activity for all of our staff. We're gonna do chocolate making. And I thought, how on earth is chocolate making? I mean, and they were spending, this was a, a you know, a big company spending lots of money on all the ingredients, all the sugar, all this kind of stuff. And you can imagine my brain was just like, oh my goodness, sugar, acid, uh, highs and lows, their blood sugar levels are gonna be like, you, you know, all over the place with their staff. How on earth, I said, are you number one going to get a return on that investment of making chocolate with your staff? Number two, what, you, you know, message is that giving that, you think eating chocolate every day is there. So do you see what I mean? Um, you need to do what the science says works. Have you got some examples of, of where you've gone into companies and, and advised them and, and, and things that they've done? Because Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm, I, I hear all the ones, obviously, on the media. You hear with Google and, and Amazon and all the ones, you know, the, 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 the big boys, effectively. But obviously, from our perspective, and a lot of the listeners here are going to be, we're, we're small businesses thinking to ourselves, that's all great, but I can't put a slide in my office here from the top floor to the bottom floor and encourage my staff to send their the accounts papers you know down down it's just not going to happen so have you got some examples that you've done where you've Definitely. been smaller business you know they can be easy they can be inexpensive and they don't have to be disruptive to your regular regime so yes you know i work with sky i work with google i i work with 
massive, massive companies, but I also work with one man bands who, you, you know, want to do um, their best for their external suppliers that they have to make their team bigger. And it can be as simple as, you know, a wellness Wednesday. Uh, you can have, you know, recipe swaps. You can do a meat-free Monday. You know, these are things we, we do like, you, you know, a noodle week, noodle recipes. I'm just organizing something now with a group of 10. And, uh, you, you know, we're doing a, 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 just an online lunch and learn and we're getting noodles delivered and we're talking about all of them. You, you know, it can be something as simple as that, but it can be super simple as having a hydration strategy, you know, get, get everyone a water bottle. Yeah. And, and those things are really inexpensive and all the tips around hydration, because, um, you know, you only need to be 3% dehydrated for your, for your production output and energy to drop by 30%. Wow. So, you know, yes, I love my coffee. As you know, yeah. I'm having one now. I allow myself two to three coffees a day. Very nice. Everyone else drinking water. Um, but it, it, <laughs> it is, it is around having a simple strategy, you know, so something that I did for one office that was split into two floors is that we um to get people walking around we um put a snack machine on one floor and a water machine on another floor so people would actually have to get up from their desk move around go to either a snack point which had free fruit it's not it wasn't you know like a, a vending machine it was like a free fruit point snack bars those kinds of things there upstairs water downstairs they were crisscrossing it was great moving around they took some time out from the screen it was one of the best strategies we did they were doing it anyway but it was just all in one spot yeah and but so, also what you what you've just done there helps encourage a bit of socialization as well within the office doesn't it and yeah. um it's very it's very easy when you're on two floors or multiple floors for people will just come and go without even a hello or goodbye and and it, it's one of the things that i get quite frustrated about here is when i see you know people just disappear and you think well why didn't you come upstairs and say goodbye to everybody it just encourages that little bit of social interaction doesn't it by what you've just suggested i agree you know and it's so good that sort of camaraderie it goes a long way um you know and it's really interesting something else i i love talking about is epigenetics, which is one of my specialties. Epigenetics is the environmental factors, and that can be nutrition, exercise, um, uh, toxic environment, whether it be uh, mentally toxic, physically toxic, environmentally toxic, and how that affects your DNA. But what we don't take into consideration is the office environment with all of those epigenetic factors can influence how we work in many different ways. Um, and so you're right, you know, if we can get people interacting, that positive interaction, that connection we make, you know, really um, gets us talking. And when we speak and communicate, whether it's online, offline, in the office, is opens up a line of communication that enables us to look at different areas of health and wellness that might be difficult to speak about 
Mm. And there are lots of topics in health and wellness that are very difficult to speak about. Illness um, is one of them. You know, menopause is, is another. Um, you know, men's health is another. These things are even mental health to a certain degree, although it's becoming more um, untaboo to, to speak about these. But, you know, you notice more because you get that intuition feeling when you meet someone that, you know, maybe they're not so right. Maybe something is wrong. You can pull them aside and have that chat. And we've missed that. We've missed that. We've got to bring that back. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, Barbara. Yeah, go for um, it. The hybrid working model that a lot of businesses are now implementing. Now we're starting to, to re-emerge out of lockdown. Um, good for well-being, bad for well-being. What's your thoughts on it? It's very mixed and it's very different. It's very, very different because, um, you know, again, like I said in the first couple of sentences, it's what they do when they're not in front of you. You know, and not that you want to be like a big brother to your staff, you have to have, you know, trust and belief that, you know, they're, we're all in this together. Um, but they also need to come forward when they're struggling. And sometimes that can be very different. So again, having that open communication. But you know, I've done some amazing online stuff for, for companies. And, um, you know, yeah, big, small, whatever size, there it's so easy to do some wellness activities whether it be in a communication of whatsapp um online learning uh as, as well as just you know one-to-ones and just have it part of the curriculum that's there and that it's it's inbred for for one company we um last christmas we actually did uh you know some great healthy mocktails so, you know, we were trying to introduce a little bit of, you know, because again, everyone at home in lockdown, they were drinking so much more. I mean, you've seen the statistics, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So we thought, well, maybe we'll, we'll breach it and, and try something just as good. So, you know, again, it's thinking out of the box and, and, and tackling these difficult issues head on. How can we help them? Um, how can we show them that health and wellness can still be fun and interesting and an alternative to some things that other people think are fine. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and just have this blend, just have a blend, you know, the 80-20 rule. And that's what I always try to teach is try to be 80% fantastic. And you know what, 20% what you like. And, and if you stick with that rule, that brings a balance. And that's what's great, which is why I'd never take anyone's coffee station away ever. ever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so for those that have never, ever even considered wellness for their staff, what, 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 what should they do? What action plan do you think they should they should draw up to, to get to kickstart something in, in the work, workplace? Well, I, I think they need to understand, you know, what's what kind of company culture are you trying to create? And and that is it a nurturing culture? Is it a or not? <laughs> And then think of your goals, even financially, you, you know, it's so important to support your staff in a way that, you know, you do get a financial return. Nobody, nobody wants to invest in something that is going to cost a lot of money that they can never see a return from. You need to put a budget in place. What can you do from a health and wellness point of view? Um, 
and and then you know start speaking to experts in the field you know it's just if that company you know that chocolate making company that cost them seven thousand pounds wow for their staff and i was like seven thousand pounds for chocolate because they honestly they went to town and bought this chocolate making kit for every single one of their staff i was like you are never going to make that back and if they'd spoken to someone who was in the in the expertise before they wouldn't have done that look if you go to a marketing expert right and you say oh i've just spent seven thousand pounds on facebook ads they would probably say, hmm, I think that maybe you should split that spend in different ways. And we can equate that in our brain in business because we've done that previously. So my main thing with people starting something new is to take a look at just having a conversation with someone, you, you know, like you do in it, starting anything, sales, even accounting. I'm sure when people come to you, they have a conversation, right? Um, yeah. As I did. Can you help me here? I'm in a bit of a mess. Yes, we get dragged into all sorts of, of, of things here as well. And um, I mean, Luke and I, we, we don't just sit here and advise on tax and accounts and how yeah. to grow a business. There's so many ways to grow a business. And uh, yeah. we, we end up being marriage guidance counsellors. We end up being wellness experts. We have no qualifications for these at all, but we yeah. seem to get, always get dragged into these things. And, and um, it's amazing clients just offload their, their dramas onto us and expect us to come up with solutions. So, um, yeah, it's funny. So I'm grateful for all of this teaching. I have also just made, made a, a note to myself that we do occasionally do pizza friday but i've now just struck that off the list because i'm guessing that pizza friday is probably no good for us <laughs> oh, well, no I'll, I'll, well you could do a healthy pizza brilliant well, interesting. Gonna... So okay. my, my daughter is second year university and um uh they did a pizza night last night and we did yeah. it all healthy pizzas you, you know and and i i i helped her with that and and so yes you can do that. What is a healthy pizza? Is it a gluten-free base? Is it, you know, different types of healthy toppings? So, you know, this is the whole great thing around so what health we, and wellness. What, so what we should do then is buy ourselves a little pizza oven and then yeah. they can make their own pizzas and yeah. they can all be gluten-free and they can, uh, and, and we can get the right, they can put their own toppings on them and create much more fun doing it as well at the same time. A hundred percent. And then they can cascade that back at home. That's what you want to do. That's when you really know that you've done something great, because if they feel inspired in the workplace, they're going to take it home. They're going to feel great. And do you know what? When they start incorporating these things, when they're not with you is when that whole person comes to work in the morning at 8, 830, whatever time they arrive, they're feeling on it. They're feeling like they can contribute because they are feeling so much better. Um, mental clarity, more energy, all because of your wonderful gluten-free pizzas that you've done. <laughs> That's the culture you want to create. It's a culture. It yeah. really is. No, it's good. And and I mean, I've got, okay, so we've got pizza oven on a shopping list. We've got water yeah. bottles on a shopping list. Yeah. And we've got some other quick wins that we can implement here at BKB and, and, and other places as well. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I mean, look, there's, there's so much, so much you can do. I mean, I love challenges and I always think those are really good. And there's certain types of year, certain types, uh, uh, times of the year that you can do, you know, 
Christmas is a really good good challenge to do some goal setting with with teams, but then taking a look, look, how do you want 2022 to start? Um, you know, everyone's on the New Year's resolution. Everyone has a, a health goal that they want for the year. So maybe choose one of those. Keep it inclusive that everyone can do. You know, not everyone can run a marathon. Not everyone can, uh, you, you know, lose weight or wants to lose weight. But, you know, how can you have a buddy system? It's like, okay, let's do a buddy system. Keep everyone accountable um, and and work from there but recipe swaps are brilliant now something that i did with one company is everybody contributed to um creating a, a breakfast lunch dinner and a snack recipe and they brought it in and they created their own little book you could have the bkb healthy recipe book that you create that is part of an induction to even a new staff member that comes in. How great is that? This is just a fun little thing that we do, um, you, you know, and, and you're, not, you're not ramming it down their throat that you have to eat these, <laughs> but it could inspire them and just say, oh, wow, what a great idea. I've got another idea to add to that. Um, but that was a really good one. And then they just keep doing it every year, new recipes, and they built this series of recipe books um, and they have them on their coffee table when companies come in. It's part of the culture. As I'm saying, what's really great, these recipe books sit there. So whenever they have a visitor come in, visitors flipping through this thinking they've got the picture of the, the person who created it. It's a real company culture. I can see a BKB cookbook. <laughs> yeah. I like well, I, I think I mean one of the things you, you just mentioned there was that not everybody wants can or wants to run a marathon not everyone yeah. can or wants to lose weight and that's the thing isn't it is you is trying to find something that fits trying to create a culture that all of your employees are willing to buy into because yeah. if we said to right we're going to do a BK beating we're going to make you run the next London marathon three quarters of our staff would get, would probably hand in their notice at that point and go, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. You're pushing me too far out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so it's trying to create, isn't it? And, and so having a discussion with the team first and, and saying, okay, what, what's your, maybe what's your goals for 2022 um, from a wellness perspective and, and kind of, almost, I guess, pulling all of that information together to then coming up with a corporate strategy to manage that wellness. Would that be a good, a good, a hundred percent disengagement in wellness programs I've seen a lot of. And so this is normally when I'm called into business, like as a fixer, it's like revamp, you know, revamp your workplace wellness because it's not working. Um, I was called into one big company because they had a, a, a massive disengagement from about 60% of the staff. And this is when they started heavily in one area only of wellness. And that area was they were concentrating only on mental health. Okay. Now, as you know, there's, there's, I work in 10 different areas of, of wellness. So we have health, fitness, mental health is only one of those areas. And, and I've got, you know, seven other areas. Um, and so because they were only working in that one pie, 60% of the staff were disengaging because they didn't feel that it was speaking to them. And you so need to be aware of that. So yes, surveys are a great way to, um, you know, 
figure out where to start with a new strategy for the new year. But then you need to have throughout the year work in different sections. But the communication that you need towards the staff saying this month we're working in this section. If it's not for you, it's not a problem because next month it's for you and you can um, accept that some people will disengage in certain areas. But as long as your whole year isn't like, great, we need to do, you, you know, um, mental health. And that's the only area that you're doing. Um, you're going to get everyone engaged who doesn't feel that it's for them. Mm. So what I implemented for them was a well-rounded strategy and the engagement came back almost instantly because of that. So it was a super point you've raised there is you do not want disengagement. No, it's very important. Yeah. If there was some easy ways to supercharge the team here at BKB and elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where do we go? <laughs> um, I think you need to make time for health and wellness. That is the number one. Schedule it in. And so when I work with clients, it's like, you know, people's schedules are full. And then you start adding an hour a week for even self-care, right? Um, they might think, oh, I don't have time for that. But it's the messaging around scheduling time for fitness, time for self-care, time for personal development even. It could be a book of the month that you guys, you, you know, implement. It's like, what's some great books? You know, for some teams we have um, Audible and you have, you, you know, the company buys them an audible book every month of their choice. You, you know, it, it, it's simple stuff. So those are really, really great wins. I've got some fantastic foods that's just going to supercharge everybody. Watermelon. You know what? The simple watermelon. It is honestly great. It has um, hydration properties. It's got natural sugars that are in there that aren't going to spike your blood sugar levels and make them crash but it contains a component that will actually lower your blood pressure. And so, you, you know, all of us, I'm sure our blood pressure rises through the day with the amount of stress that we're on. And so, you know, simple, healthy snacks like watermelon, blueberries to boost those, that mental uh, alertness is a really good thing as well, and eating at regular intervals. So make sure you time uh, your food um, and then hydrate in between. That's the other one. Hydration is key. As I said, you only need to be a few percent dehydrated for your energy to slip, for your mental clarity to slip. And, um, you, you know, a glass of water goes a long way. Um, something else to supercharge you is your posture. You know, it, it, we start all up and straight, don't we, uh, at the beginning of the day. And then by the end of the day, you know, we're completely slouched over. But when we slouch, it actually restricts your breathing and when we restrict our breathing um, again i'm going to talk about these epigenetic factors that that sway our health and wellness and breathing is a big one if you're not taking in that oxygen we are not oxygenating the brain and we're not getting that mental power you know it's about having the energy throughout the day one of the best things you can do is just get up and stretch every hour one minute that's all it takes, you know, and, uh, and, and that just makes a big difference. So if you're sitting at your desk, sort of stand up, open your arms really, really wide. So your shoulder blades are, you, you know, touching at the back and it just kind of opens it up, stretch the neck up and straight. 
and then sit back down and it, it, it will just revive that kind of tired feeling. Um, and I always, always love that. Um, my last one is like random acts of kindness. Do you know what? These go a long way. You know, you pass someone on the stairs and if you think they look good, it's, you know, what? hey, I really like your blouse today. Or do you know what? Did you change your glasses? They look really good. Hey, have you had a haircut? You know, I like it. And, uh, you know, simple stuff goes a long way, a long way. A little note to somebody, you know, if they look a little bit blue. Yeah, it's like, hey, is everything okay? You know, thinking about you. Yeah. That's all. It's easy. It's free. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to cost your company anything to create the culture, create the culture. And it will happen naturally. This is what I love to instill in a company. You create the culture, all of these random acts and ways to supercharge your system will happen naturally because they will start to bring it in. And that is when you know you've got a good strategy. And that starts at the top, doesn't it? It does. Got to start at the top and work down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Buy in from the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Barbara, um, I think is is there I mean is there anything else that you want to add to to what we've already said, or um, do you think that you've you've covered? Have you said everything that you I wanted think, to say? I think that's it's it's really good. You know, it's. I think the final thing where I want to, I want to add is is you are responsible for your body. You're not really responsible for anyone else's. So, but what's great is when you take the most amazing care of yourself, which is never a selfish thing to do, it kind of gives a reflection of the type of standard you want with the people around you taking that same great care. Mm. Because when you care about yourself, the message that it gives is that you care for everybody in that same level. And that is where it needs to start. So when I, I, I love working with individuals and, and companies that the executive teams have that kind of ethos um, and then they can cascade it through everybody. So I think what we need to do is it's just as, as a kind of a summary is from what I'm hearing from you, bosses, employees need to put time in to their staff, discuss with their team, uh, a strategy or, or kind of trying to find some common goals that people want to achieve implement that and work out how you're going to implement that and set almost like a, a monthly targets or monthly goals and over a period of time that that wellness culture will start to feed through the whole of the all of the all of the team and and start to improve productivity um would that 100%. be a fair conclusion? That's a really great overview. Yeah, yeah. And really simple. You know, when you when you look at it with those points, it, it's actually not daunting to do. That you kind of think, well, why are only 66% of companies actually doing it? Yeah. You know, what's happening with the other companies? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. okay. Well, Barbara, it's been an absolute pleasure um, to, to have you uh discussing wellness strategies on on here it's been um i've i've certainly opened up my eyes and i've learned a few a few things as well i'm off to buy some uh, 25 water bottles now um for, for and the some blueberries and watermelon and some blueberries and watermelon yes 
um, so thank you very much once again. It's been an absolute pleasure um, to have someone like you on here. So um, I'm absolutely delighted. So thank you My very pleasure. much. My pleasure. Thank you. And, you know, just wishing everyone a supercharged day and, you know, have a super week. Thank the sun you. is shining. So that's I a good know. <laughs> How great is that? How great is that? Thanks for ordering that in as well. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.